Welcome to the Hot Rod Farmer Minute. I'm Ray Bohax from Farm Machinery Digest Radio, heard exclusively on Sirius XM Channel 147 Rural Radio. And today is the third part in our series of what every farmer needs to know about buying engine machine work. So part one was the cylinder block, part two was the rotating assembly, rotating and reciprocating, and part three is the cylinder head. And if you didn't, and if you missed those other two parts, you can go back into the archives on my website on the Hot Rod Farmer Minute, and they will be there, and you could listen to them. Well, when it comes time to buy machine work, you may want to say, I got to listen to these again, right? Because like anything in life, that if you are not ready to do something that you understand is things that that are imperative to your purchase, but you don't remember them. We all do that. So with no, without any further ado, we're going to get into the cylinder head. The cylinder head is the most commonly serviced core component of an engine. This is due to its complexity. The operation of the valves, rocker arms, and shaft, if used, valve springs, locks, retainers, and guides, along with the fact that it is exposed to both the liquid coolant and the majority of the combustion heat. It is not uncommon for a cylinder head to be removed due to a head gasket failure. This is usually the result of a severe overheating event or a lack of maintenance from not changing the antifreeze or adding the necessary supplemental coolant additives to keep the corrosion at bay in a diesel engine. Regardless of the reason the cylinder head is removed, proper and thorough machine shop procedures need to be followed. Due to the environment that the cylinder head operates in, it is paramount that it is checked for cracks, especially in the area between the valves before any work is performed. A good machinist will assume that if the engine is being rebuilt or the head alone is removed, then at least one time in its life it has been brought to a dangerously elevated temperature. The equipment operator may not have been aware of this since the liquid coolant temperature may not have ever spiked. The, compl- the complete engine or one cylinder could have been exposed to an excessive combustion heat from lugging, hard work, or even a lean air fuel ratio. If any cracks are determined, the repair employing technique such as pinning, stitch welding, epoxy, or traditional welding may be applied. Be prepared since some cracks cannot be repaired due to their location or nature. In these cases, another cylinder head is required. Once the cylinder head is determined to be usable, the following steps need to be applied during the reconditioning process. Resurfacing. Every cylinder head must have the following surfaces visually inspected and checked for warpage with a straight edge and feeler gauge. They are the head gasket surface, intake manifold mounting surface, along with the face that attaches to the exhaust manifold. If any of these surfaces are warped beyond the allowable specification for the gasket to seal, then machining will be required. Some diesel engine manufacturers do not recommend machining the cylinder head deck surface, the part that attaches to the engine block, and require complete replacement. In actual practice, you will find that if the warpage is not too excessive, a good machinist will be able to correct it with the proper procedure. As the author of this, I do not know of any gasoline engine that will be found on a farm that its manufacturer rejects decking of the cylinder head surface. 
Sewing the head resurfacing can be accomplished a number of different ways that are all acceptable. You will find that each machinist finds favor with a particular method for its benefit. That is fine as long as the end result is correct. The standard standard surfacing procedures are milling machine, wet grinder, and a brooch. They're all acceptable procedures. Now we're going to move on to valve guide service. The valve guide is an area that is often neglected in an inexpensive cylinder head service job. The valve guides are the holes in the cylinder head that the valve stem travels through. There are two different types of valve guides, integral and replaceable. An integral guide is usually found on a cast iron cylinder head. It is a raised boss that has a passage gun drilled through it and is part of the cylinder head casting. In contrast, a replaceable guide may also feature a cast emboss, but has an insert that is usually made from bronze that controls the movement of the valve stem. The valve guides are important to not only guide the valve in its proper path, but for controlling oil from getting into the cylinder bore. Each engine has a specification for the valve stem to guide clearance. If the guide and or the valve stem has excessive clearance, it is mandatory that this be brought back to specifications before the cylinder head is placed on the engine. In contrast, if the guide is too tight, the valve may stick when the engine is extremely hot, especially an exhaust valve under load, and cause a collision with the piston and the possibility of major damage. Due to the low RPM nature of agricultural engines, many shops employ a procedure called knurling to recover some of the additional clearance caused by excessive wear. A special arbor is used to produce, the, pr- produce a spiral groove with raised plateaus that decreases the inner diameter of the guide. Though an acceptable procedure, it is not ideal for an engine that you hope to get many more years of trouble-free service from for your investment. The cost is low for knurling and it is effective at bringing the clearance to specifications, but only for a while. The preferred method on an engine with integral guides is to bore out the worn guide so that it can accept a bronze liner insert. This is far, a far superior method for a heavy-duty engine, and in relation to the entire cylinder head service, the cost is minimal. Another approach would be to hone the guide to the next available valve stem dimension, and if the cylinder head is going to be fit with new valves, just buy the ones with a larger diameter. If the old valves are being reused, then it is not a cost-effective approach. If the cylinder head was made excuse me, with replaceable guides, then they just need to be pressed out and the new ones installed to bring the clearance back to specification. Regardless of the procedure employed, new valve stem seals, if used, must be installed. And why I say if used, because not every engine, almost every engine, uses valve stem seals, and sometimes it'll only be on, let's say, the intake valve, but not the exhaust valve. Valves and seats. The intake and exhaust valves in a farm engine endure a great amount of abuse. Ponder these basic facts. Within 15 minutes of working in the field, the valves may have opened and closed more than 10,000 times, all while being exposed to the stress of spring tension and combustion heat that could reach 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit locally for short excursions. 
due to the environment valves and seat and seats the area the seat is the area that the valve head closes against distort wear and recess from the constant pounding in addition it is common from the valve it is common for the valve to pit while white hot carbon deposits are att- attacked chemically from the byproducts of combustion thus the valve and seats are very important service areas the wear areas of a valve that need to be confirmed are the stem diameter tip and an area called the margin the margin is the region below the last angle and before the face of the valve the margin is used to keep the valve both physically and thermally stable if the margin is worn then the valve should not be put back into service it will be very susceptible to warping and burning shortly thereafter if the valve margin <coughs> excuse me in other regions are in specification then they can be resurfaced to create the angles the angles placed on both the valve and the seat is used not only for cylinder sealing but to direct and promote airflow into and out of the cylinder poor valve angles though they may seal will cost the engine power and fuel efficiency the valve seats can be integral part of the iron casting or an insert pressed in if an integral seat is extremely worn burned or cracked then it is counterboard larger and an insert is installed the standard method to install the angles and number of them on the seat is via a grinding stone this is a very well respected procedure but if the shop you use has equipment to cut in lieu of grind the seat angles it is more desirable cutting the seat and installing multiple angles to gingerly direct the incoming charge and outgoing exhaust will greatly improve the performance of the engine the cylinders will be filled more with combustible charge and it will exit easier in engine speak it is described as increased volumetric efficiency racers and tractor pullers know this term very well while machining the cylinder head is essential that the installed height of the valve spring is set properly along with the pressure cutting the seats and valve alters the geometry and needs to be accounted for and corrected other considerations it must be recognized that parts of the cylinder head such as the rocker arm valve springs valve and springs locks and retainers are all considered consumables along with the rocker mounting studs if used a proper cylinder head service replaces these with high quality and not inferior imported parts reusing these components would be akin to putting worn laces on a new pair of work boots sadly many shops ignore this and use most if not all of the old parts in addition head bolts should never be reused since they will be in a stressed state from all of the years of thermal cycle cycling and being clamped a cylinder head that is treated to the proper procedure will provide years of trouble-free service but if any corners are cut it will become an enemy that strikes at the worst time